Hey everyone, welcome back to Breaking Bread, Birmingham-based food podcast. I'm Liam, one half of the Breaking Bread team. This is presented usually by me and my food obsessed mate Carl. Chatting the other day, we were saying this is probably the longest we've gone in years without seeing each other. Definitely the longest. It's been in a few years since we've went to a restaurant and eaten together. <laughs> Hope everyone's safe. Well. Glad to have you here with us. Thank you to everyone who listened to our last episode with Mark and Alan from NCAS. Really, really good episode. Had a lot of great feedback about that episode. Hopefully um, there were some nice bits in there for a lot of you street food traders and mobile traders and members of NCAS. So that was awesome. Obviously, if you didn't hear it, you can just go back onto you the last episode and listen all the episodes up there and they stay up there on obviously apple podcasts or spotify wherever you get your podcasts from today's episode is with mary's cupcakes now mary is on uh i'd say one woman mission but it's kind of a family effort to bring treat day to families all over birmingham really if you don't know who she is yet the best way to find out who Mary is is just go over to her Instagram and watch her stories. They're brilliant. She is hilarious. She's awesome. And she just makes the most wonderful, crazy cakes and treats and stuff like that. We met because I'm actually a customer. <laughs> I always make sure I try and get down to the market. I've ordered quite a few in the, uh, in the lockdown. Mary's cupcakes, they just radiate happiness. And one of the things I've liked doing during lockdown is actually ordering some for some of my family i know how happy that would make them so it's a nice little bringing a bit of happiness and yeah she says her mission is to bring treat day for the whole family and i I really believe that she's achieving that she's doing some awesome things as well as bringing just treat days to normal families she's she's doing something incredible at the minute she's bringing treat days to the nhs we talk about it a little bit in the episode but she actually has a link on her website where you can donate a few quid, big or small, doesn't matter, it all adds up. And then she can, she's donating some of her boxes of brownies to the hospitals. So the NHS staff can have a nice cup of tea and sit down and have a brownie. God, they deserve it, don't they? So that's a really nice thing to be doing. If you look in the show notes, there'll be, there's a link for that. So you can just go and donate. You don't have to buy a link off the website. I would if I was you, because it's delicious, but... You don't have to, you can just, if you want to just go on and donate, you can do that. But it's really worth doing. It's something really nice that she's doing for NHS staff. And she's quite inspirational, really. She's got four kids and a very busy business. So we talk a little bit about, obviously, her mad creations and how she got started. We talk a little bit about social media and how she finds that because she's really good on social media. And we talk about a little bit about being a parent and still having to work in all this madness. We talk about like baking with kids. She actually gives us a nice little gingerbread recipe, so we can we can have a go at baking Mary's gingerbread at home if you have kids. That'd be a good thing to do. Get them all messy and get some delicious gingerbread men out of it. Yeah. 
So it's a really great episode, and um, it's one I'm really happy that we managed to get made. Um, the sound quality is not 100%. It's not the usual kind of thing, but it's all remotely, so it's it's hard at the minute to get things exactly as they are. Normally, we're in a studio, two studio quality mugs. So at the minute, we're just doing laptop to laptop. It's it's not the same, but I'm, I'm hoping you get the gist of it, and it's it's all good. It's, still good to listen to so i hope you enjoy this little happy episode ladies and gentlemen mary's cupcakes i just want to start really you could just i'll introduce you and then if you just tell us a bit about yourself and how you kind of got started as mary's cupcakes oh god it's a long story (laughs) (laughs) um so basically oh about 10 years ago maybe long no longer than that probably about yeah about 10 11 years ago I started and um, I used to work at the College of Food originally and I used to do academic support work and um, I used to just bake as on the side and I used to go to vintage fairs yeah. and um, so back then I used to sell cakes at the Great West in the Great Western Arcade once a month and the square um at the Birmingham Museum and then from that it kind of developed and I went to open a shop in the Great Western Arcade basically I fell pregnant so kind of everything just yeah everything just kind of was on hold so Within that time, though, I had my first child. Then, after I had her, five months later, I had my. Um, I found out I was pregnant again. And then, so basically, though, I had like four children in three and a half years. <laughs> so I did no baking, nothing. Um, and then my last two were twins. You didn't really have the time to uh, open a shop. No, everything just, yeah, everything just, um, that little dream, it kind of, in a way, disappeared. And I used to just do the odd cake here and there, but nothing. And, you know, it's nice being at home with your kids. But then um, when I had my twins, um, when they were about 18 months, I just felt like I just wanted to do something for myself again. So um, I contacted the people who I used to um, do markets with, Bert and Gertz. I don't know if you know Mark and Jason. I don't know, actually. No, never no they're another family company, um, two brothers. And, uh, yeah, they just started small and, and have really developed. So, um, But from that, they were doing one in Sutton, which wasn't too far away for us. And um, I started, yeah, doing two markets a month in Sutton Carlfield. And uh, and that's how I just started again. Did you know that, like, your cakes were... Because, like, there's quite a few people listening who bake all the time, but they probably wouldn't dream of selling them. Like, did someone say to you, oh, you should sell these? Or did you just know you should do it anyway? Did you know you that they were awesome? Or Yeah, no, I, to be honest, I just... I didn't know if it was going to sell or not. (laughs) I just knew that I enjoyed baking. Um, It was just something that I've always wanted to do. So I just one day rocked up at the market. I had 12 different flavoured cupcakes. 
um, one Rocky Road flavour and one brownie. And that was it. I had this little table, had my bunting out and uh, just wanted to see how it would go. It wasn't a, a business to make money, to be honest, at first. It was just something for me to get out. Because like when you're home, stuck at the ki- with the kids, I think your daily routine is talking to the other mums at the school. Yeah. <laughs> so when it just became one of those where me and Shane, because um, originally like Shane came with me the first time, and then he just stuck around and then he enjoyed it. And we, ch- you know, we had that time together and we used to call it date day. Shane's your uh, husband. Yeah, Shane's my husband. Yeah, <laughs> I ultimately think everyone know who knows who Shane is. <laughs> but um, he started helping me and then it just kind of just developed from there. I don't know. Well, you've seen my, my uh, website. I've got no... Um, filter on uh, what should I make or how much should I make I just I just do it and that's how to be honest that's how the business is um has, has been built really I've just enjoyed um baking and enjoyed you know mixing different flavors up and experimenting or sometimes it's just been my like pure enjoyment of eating and I'm just thinking oh god I fancy that <laughs> so I'll just bake it how did um, you get started in Redditch so Redditch um so J- Mark and Jason from Burton Gertz they run the one in Redditch and they said to me oh why don't you just come along to it and I was just like oh god that's so you know it just felt so far away mm. and um but it just ended up being really good and I think I think what's worked for me is that I love talking to the customers I've built those relationships up with the uh, customers and and it's become see the whole point of it really for me is it is a treat day you know for the whole family and and that's like kind of our um our way forward really I found that people started bringing their partners, their whole family, everybody wanted to pick something different and um, and that's how it's kind of expanded and what worked in Sutton worked in Redditch as well and then people just love the whole menu. <laughs> I get messages. I was going to say maybe we should talk about what you sell but it's that difficult because it's so varied obviously you've got awesome brownies but then there's just mad creations that I don't think I've ever seen anywhere else <laughs> but they're, uh, awesome, like they're really good I think what did I have before like a biscoff it was like cornflake cake on the bottom and then it had like marshmallow and then like a biscoff sauce or something on it it was brilliant oh uh, that's the goo cup <laughs> yeah the goo cup that was yeah, it, yeah. yeah <laughs> that, that actually was just my I became really obsessed with marshmallow fluff and loved making it. And then the whole, yeah, the caramel, that was just an accident with the cornflake. And then I was just thinking, oh, should I just make that into a cup? And what about if I filled it? (laughs) That's it, really. Just, yeah, I made it for myself and then I had extra. I get the impression that 
you take it to the market in the hope of selling them, obviously. But if you don't, you're not too disheartened because you'll probably eat them anyway. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> you have a lot of repeat customers, obviously. Yeah, you obviously have the loyalty cards, and you always post the ones that get filled and stuff. Because you have a massive following, don't you? Um, yeah, do you know what? I'm really, really lucky that I've got amazing customers. They've been so supportive and um, they give me really good feedback. And yeah, it's like I said, it, you know, I think I've just built that relationship up with them that, um, you know, that I appreciate them, but they appreciate what I bake for them. You know, so it's 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 a it's a working partnership. <laughs> yeah, two way street, definitely. It's, you must be. Uh, this might be obvious, but you you must be missing them now in the current climate. Obviously, with no markets going on. Yeah, do you know what? I I'm finding it really hard. Um, I'm you know like we've had to like you know change our business model really because. <laughs> Like when I used to, like when I'd go to a market, I would just bake whatever I wanted to bake. Now I have to be more selective. And um, I try and minimise the uh, menu even now. And it's just really hard because I know my regular customers, a lot of them, I know what they like. <laughs> it's really bad. I know what they like. And I'm like, oh, but I know such and such likes this. And I know that family likes that. And so it's become it has I think yeah like last week it just became very um difficult because I'm seeing it it seems like the way forward what a lot of people are doing is just doing a mixed box of six brownies or blondies or mixing brownies with cookies and just doing a standard box and for me the way I've built the business it's just not what who I am really and I, I still want to um include everything what the you know what the my customers like and yeah I've just found it very hard <laughs> and yeah, stressful I, mean, <laughs> I think for simplicity and with the online online ordering like a mixed box of six is just seems to be the standard easy way of doing doing things but yeah. yeah, half of the fun of Mary's cupcakes is the kind of craziness of it. Yeah. <laughs> you still managed to do the Easter egg, uh, the half Easter egg brownie things that they were awesome. So um, there was three flavours, but no, what were the flavours again? The uh, the biscuit, and I did the uh, Nutella with the hazelnut white chocolate, and then I did... The Malteser with the cookie dough Malteser as well, and the brownie. Inside. I couldn't think then. <laughs> but yeah, do you know what though? All those just. Well, actually, I think you visited that day when I said to you I decided to make half eggs at like twelve o'clock at night before the market. <laughs> well, I did the caramel ones. And uh, so, yeah, so these ones were just like, a, I just wanted to just do some for Easter. And then I just had so much, so many um, people asking me if I was still doing them. And to be honest, I'm still, I still get messages asking me are they still available. 
And that's surprised. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it's really it is really nice. And um, and like the smash egg, that was something I created last year. Going on the whole obsession with marshmallow fluff. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was that egg last year that uh, where I found you actually. I don't, somebody reposted that video of you that that marshmallow, yeah, cream egg brownie inside a whole Easter egg, and I was like, "Who is this? I need to <laughs> more of this." I think that's where the first time I kind of come across you on Instagram. Yeah. So you said obviously um, we can't do the markets anymore. So you've set up online. Was that something you always wanted to do, or was it just yeah, yeah? Well, we was already in the process of setting online up, and basically in March we were going we were going to uh, the NEC for four days, and that's when we was going to launch it all and just and do these brownie boxes. And I just want. <laughs> The idea really was just to do this subscription box once a month or like a one-off um, purchase. And um, But with everything happen- happening, we just, yeah, everything just changed really. So we added more brownies on the sides and um, added the treat boxes. And uh, yeah, so from there, it's just, um, it's, you know, like I said, it, it's been really overwhelming and, and um, really lovely, the support that everyone's uh, given us, really. It goes back to that two-way street. I mean, there's a lot of people just who aren't having the best of times and then they receive a box of brownies and it just makes their whole week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you know what, though? You know what's really nice to say, especially, like, currently, is how many people are buying boxes for other people? And just wanting like nice little messages in. Yeah, that's half the joy of it as well. Like, I mean, I got some from my cousin there last week. Yeah. He was over the moon. I got some from my sister for Easter, and she loved them. And it, I think that that's half the half the joy is just. I know, I know what you deliver, and that's a little box of happiness to someone. So I'm going to share that with someone else. You know. Oh, thank you. No, I'm glad. Um, while we're on that kind of thought process but I'd like to talk a little bit about something amazing that you were doing with the NHS do you want to talk a little bit about that oh god that's oh that's like my little baby that is it's um I get really excited actually just baking for them but um that just start that started from our customers um and uh one of our customers, they just wanted to buy just a, you know, a box of four for their friend who's a nurse. And then we were like, oh, that's just so nice, <laughs> you know. So we kind of added two boxes on top of that. Um, and then somebody else wanted to, um, you know, give somebody else some uh, brownies. And then it just um, kind of just developed really so we donated we were just donating like two to three large boxes you know to like the different hospitals so it started off like we donated to like Heartlands to um Sandwell yeah Good Hope um and then we had like we sent some in the post to New Cross uh Russell's Hall and um 
when we sent some to like George Elliot and uh, and it just just kind of carried on and then um it was just so much we you know we just wanted to keep on doing it and uh, a customer of, of ours um, she wanted to order 10 large boxes for good hope and you know what I wanted to be able to just say to her I can give you all those 10 boxes you know but all we could donate, donate at the time was like the three large boxes and, and she did pay for the other seven. From there, it just kind of pinged in our minds. Well, actually, I reckon people want to donate and or just, you know, give a little treat and everything to the NHS. So that's how the donation page started. And um, and they just uh, they just appreciate it so much. Because can you imagine working all day in the PPE, the, you know, that constant, they don't get no let up or anything. And the feedback we were getting back was that once they could have a break, have a cup of tea or a coffee, they just wanted something sweet, a little sugar rush. and it just kind of that's how it all developed really so that's how the whole bringing treat day to the nhs started that's from amazing. our customers <laughs> so, so there's an actual donate page on your website isn't there so if... there is yeah and there's and what we've done is that there's two parts so what we've tried to do is keep everyone updated so there's a part, the first part is um, we've kind of explained how it all started and then we've like updated to the second part now, um, how it's just kept on growing. We raised um, £670 altogether so far. We've been able to donate 27 boxes and we can still donate even more. So... It's just really nice. It's just something just nice to do. It's nice for us as well to be able to to, to donate and then the thought that you are giving something back as well. Because yeah. when we're clapping on a Thursday, we, a lot of time off, you just feel helpless, don't you? You're like, well, what, I can't do anything for these great people that are, are doing so much for us. Yeah. So one way we can do something, you know, just yeah. donate a little bit. Because that's, that's it, because we wanted to set it up that you didn't have to buy something off my website, you don't have to, you know, ever buy anything, but if you wanted to just donate a couple of pounds, how much, whatever you wanted to donate towards it, it all goes to, do you know what I mean, the same cause, and it's what en what what anybody can afford, really. But, um, because, like, you know... I see, you know, like a lot of um, different, um, like there's all different like charities out there and things, but the, just the one thing that I knew I could do is bake. Yeah. <laughs> so if I can bake, I've got no problem baking all day and um, and then sending them out. And all night, <laughs> midnight. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I do a lot of... <laughs> Especially now, because of the kids being at home, I do a lot of, yeah, late-night baking. <laughs> <laughs> How does Shane react 
throughout all of this is oh, he just loves my ideas does, does he? <laughs> he's sitting right next to me I know that's why <laughs> that's the normal position sitting right next to her <laughs> oh, you just imagine the conversation like when you're like sh- when you're like saying I've got this idea it might be a bit mad. I'm going to make a right mess with the kitchen. What do you think? And she <laughs> rolls the eyes. The kitchen standard. It's when I say to him, Shane, I've been thinking. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going back to those eggs you mentioned earlier, the egg-tastic eggs, literally that was something we sat there. One customer asked, oh, could you post them? And we went, um... Don't know. And then next thing, we're looking online for packaging, and within 24 hours, we post them on our website, and we've sold out. And it it just happens sometimes that way. And normally, Mary's the ideas person, and I'm the person who sort of helps it happen. Yeah, because Sha- yeah, because I couldn't do none of this without Shane. He does all the admin, and he actually just puts all my crazy ideas into uh, reality. Into a reality. <laughs> Good team. Because, do you know what we <laughs> I don't know if I should be saying this on the podcast. <laughs> but we kind of, we have this shower room and we've converted it into another little kitchen. <laughs> and when I was telling Shane about that idea. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, that. and that's what he's done, like on his, you know, he had last week off and he's uh, stripped it. And done it. It's made it into a reality. So we've got two little kitchens now. It was just like going to Disney, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you find the time. I think it's really because it must be so busy all the time. I mean, it's weird to think about getting back to normal now, but will you still be doing the home deliveries when things do get somewhere near normal again? Or I'm not sure, really. Um maybe i think because i've just got that feeling that this is going to be going on for a long time and i don't think like markets will be open for for ages really um so yeah so i think we'll just carry on doing the home deliveries and um and carry on with the website yeah looking at other countries that they're opening slowly and there's just seemed to be kind of insistence still on the two meter rule so yeah i'm not really sure how it's they're not going to really want crowds yeah i think the only thing the only way i think we could do it is do like a a click and collect service do it that way that everything's pre-packed and then people just literally come into the if if we did the store did open again um that they would literally just come in to pick up their order and go, which yeah. places do that now anyway. But I think as well, people's like customers' mentalities have changed as well. So we're a lot more like accepting of that kind of standard now. Like everyone accepts that the the normal is different than it used to be, and it, that's just the way it's going to be. So. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just going to be. I think we just have to adapt with the times and just see what comes along you know who would have ever thought like four weeks ago you know how things would change so much yeah not me anyway i didn't really think this was going to get like this 
No, no, you know. But at the end of the day, as long as people are safe, um, as a business, we just have to, you know, like I said, just adapt with the times, find new strategies. Maybe if customers understand, you know, maybe we just have to change things differently until things can settle down. Yeah, I think I, I, you were quite fast in adapting Mary's cupcakes, and I think you'll be all right, to be honest. Yeah, I think I think part, I don't know, we, we just thought we were going to have like a complete lockdown, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we thought uh, we're going to get locked down, we might as well have a couple of weeks of deliveries until yeah. we're home, and then, yeah. <laughs> it just seems to have, um, yeah, like we've had the last two weeks, like the last two weeks off from deliveries. Because um, we're just waiting to put everything on the website because, it, like I said, it was completely, completely different. Like when you're on working on a market, people would just rock up to the market, look at everything, select what they wanted, and and that was it. We just had to box it up and take payment. And usually, I'd have some kind of random chat with them. <laughs> But like now, everything's done because we've done everything through Instagram and Facebook, which have been brilliant. But it's been so time consuming. You know, like in the end, I was baking, Shane was answering all the messages. And then you have to, you know, either people want to know exactly what they are or, and I'm not used to that. I'm used to people knowing what I do. And, you know, we they um we've like over the last four weeks we've had like a load of new customers and they're not sure what we do so that needs to be explained but because everything's kind of seems really fast paced um and there's a lot to explain usually on my menu that it's just it, it was very hard for us but we found that if we can get every product on my uh, website and do home, you know, people just go on there, click what they want, you know, home deliveries will be a lot more easier. Yeah. So, but we'll see. <laughs> I'll smile, have a laugh and see what happens. <laughs> and then think of a new idea for Shane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite glad you mentioned social media because... If people are listening and, and they're not following you on Instagram, they need to go and follow you on Instagram because it's brilliant. It's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I need to get 10,000 to become one of these influencers, you know. <laughs> it, it's like everything in life, it swings and roundabouts. And to be honest, if you have got thousands and thousands, sometimes you can lose that connection with people. I know a majority of them are people who do order from us, which is lovely. I would much rather have like a thousand followers than like 900 of them being really engaging and like you have chats with daily or they like all your stuff or they drop you a little comment or a little emoji or something. Yeah. And have like 20,000 followers and only have like 20 people engaged like that. yeah what, what yeah in that? it's like there's a book um, like a thousand true fans or something and it's something like you only need like a thousand real followers to yeah. make anything a success and i always try and live by that like I, 
It's true though, and we believe that. I feel like what you do on Insta is more like really authentic. Like you know, it's I don't feel like there's any. There's definitely no filter. (laughs) 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 And I mean that as a compliment. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any training, like, or do do you read any up on on like Instagram or social tips or anything or? What on social tip? No, I can remember when I first opened my account and then it was like all about the whole, um, you know, hashtagging and stuff like that. But the rest of it, I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to be me, who I am. Sometimes I overshare. <laughs> and then I think, God, I'm a business. I should be more business-like. And then I think, do you know what? I enjoy social media. I enjoy, you know, the customers are brilliant. I love the banter. Poor Shane gets loads of uh <laughs> loads of uh, I think everyone feels sorry for Shane on Instagram actually. I I feel a bit sorry for Shane on Instagram. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Sarah. I can't remember but remember what was it and you you messaged me going oh i feel sorry for shane probably when i was still delivering at nine o'clock at night <laughs> i think it was actually i think it was when you were still delivering like there's loads of times loads of times i think gosh i feel so bad for shane if i drunk and i live nearby i'd be taking him for a beer <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a plan <laughs> but no i think i think your instagram's brilliant and i think do you know what? It really like your whole. It matches your. I don't know if you matched your brand with your Instagram or if it's just. I think it's more that it's naturally that they're aligned. I think it's joyful. It's happy. You know. Do you know? Do you know? Like every decision we've made is is purely on what we like. As a yeah, like I imagine myself as a customer. You know, I'm not always going to please everybody, but. You know, the design of my M is just the way I sign my name. And that's how it all kind of came about. The pink box. I've just always wanted a pink box. Oh, the pink box. Oh, yeah, we've had many discussions over the pink box. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, imagine that pink box on the side of your work counter. Every time you passed it, you just want to eat more brownies. (laughs) like a beacon for brownies you know it's there you can't miss it <laughs> no and that's the whole you know we've just yeah we just the whole idea of treat day is we're always trying to look after you know our weight and just be more healthy and mindful but you always want a treat and you know like in the past I've always been on some kind of diet or um wanted you know i could easily sit there and eat a whole pack of biscuits <laughs> just like eat be like nothing and then when i'd be on a diet it all um stemmed from that really where i just wanted if i was going to eat a cake i wanted to eat a proper cake with butter what well, i didn't want no margarine <laughs> or artificial stuff i wanted butter in it and um but it was a treat you know, I didn't want to have to eat, you know, like a whole packet, which I, I can eat a whole pack. 
<laughs> but if I was going to waste those calories, I just wanted it to be something worthwhile. And that's how I, you know, the whole idea, you know, I wanted it to come across to the customers, you know. And it definitely does, yeah. And it feels like it's for the whole family as well. Like it's fun for the kids and it's a treat day for all of us really yeah like I have families who come and and even their kids are you know they're not young they're not young anymore but it's become like a family experience for them and you know no when they all come together it's just it's really nice to see or you know like um couples and they bring like their mom and dad (laughs) you know it's a it's 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 lovely. Oh. Sound like uh, a proper brummy then, lovely. lovely. <laughs> <laughs> do you bake with the kids much or? I do, yeah. Well, if they haven't like <laughs> tested me. <laughs> but no, I do like to bake with the kids. Um, it just it varies especially with the four of them because they'll just end up fighting most of the time or you know I have to like pair them up now (laughs) so they do yeah I have to pair them up but like I found homeschooling really hard like really really hard to to yeah to teach them really so I'm more of a practical person so baking is just help me um from you know we've like talked about different ingredients we do weighing and measuring um from even like just trying to get them to read part of a recipe or you know those kind of things and then being able to incorporate like the twins into it so i found that going down that route has helped me so much more yeah when you think about it there's loads i mean if you have digital scales i've been trying to get Neve to read um digital numbers just yeah so she can get used to seeing it and seeing digital timers and scales so but when you think about it baking has got quite a few kind of life skills in there really hasn't it, it has it's yeah what kind of things would you bake so usually we'll bake like they for some reason they're just obsessed with gingerbread men <laughs> they just want to cook if i ask them now what do you want to cook they'll go gingerbread men for some reason <laughs> all year round but no we cook like cookies gingerbread men we'll do cupcakes ice you know i'll show them how to do the icing or we'll just focus on certain things because like kids they just they haven't got a very good attention span so you need to do quick things quick and easy just keep it to about four or five ingredients the most um bread proving somewhere over there for half hour and hear that yeah (laughs) (laughs) but you know but you know what i find really helps don't use a mixer don't use a mixer with them get them to mix it because they love getting messy they love getting messy you know it's really good and then you can just go along and and mix it and combine it together for them but you know it's all um it's all part of the process and they appreciate it more I find 
yeah, I, I find the sound as well, definitely. that It's kind of half the fun is getting messy, I thought. <laughs> yeah, I believe in it because sometimes it's like as much as you can be clean and tidy. When you're a kid, you know, those are the best times. <laughs> Well, if, the, if it's not fun, they're just not interested at it, really, like, you know. No. But it's like I made cookies with them a few days ago. And then, like, say, like, one of my twins, she likes to get messy, but she decides to get all the flour and just tip it. She just is messy. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what she does. She can stand in a vacuum yeah. and look messy. <laughs> She's like, yeah, like we we're gonna we call her a bit of a hippie child, don't we? <laughs> but she likes to just put all the flour on the work surface and and decided to experiment. Like, oh, if I blew this, blew this, what would happen? Then she ended up just sticking her face in the whole flour. <laughs> but do you know what though? I just thought to myself, when will you ever do that in life? When when you're older, you know, people are telling you what you can and can't do. So, do you know what? She needs to experience it. She needs to know what it does. But then saying that, my other twin, he doesn't like getting messy, does he? So, all this, you know, has helped him overcome... Like, he's, they're only three, but he's got, like, phobias of touching things already. So when we bake with him, he's overcome those. So it, it, it swings around a bit, you know. It, you know, it can work both ways, really. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, like, I'm not one for school at all, to be honest. I don't think the education system really, I think it's outdated. We've had the same education system since Victorian times. Like practical stuff is a lot better anyway. So baking, yeah, yeah. getting letting get stuck in. Did, would you like? A, I've got like a recipe page on on our blog now. Would you mind if we got a gingerbread recipe off you afterwards? Oh no, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll give you the kids recipe. <laughs> people at home then can have a maybe a little go with their kids or something. You know, I'll I'll have a go with these actually. <laughs> yeah. I think, do you know what it is though? Yeah, but I think they just love rolling things out and then we get, we've got, like I've got all different shaped cutters and, you know, I think they just love doing those, just doing those things. It's like a bit of a a Play-Doh session, but you can eat it. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it is. Other than Shane, did you have any other help with the whole kind of operation? Oh yeah, I have help from my uh, amazing mom. To be honest, she is, like, not having her around is really hard. Um, But she's the one who, like, looks after the kids uh, while I usually bake or um, go out and sell the cakes. But, no, she's been, like, a a backbone to all of this. But we did give Shane the option to stay at home and look after the kids. (laughs) But it was like... (laughs) Yeah, I'll, I'll, um... And if I didn't go, she may get set up by about one o'clock. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Usually when people rock up, at, it used to be like nine o'clock. I used to have to, they used to tell me I had to be set up by nine o'clock. And then it went to about ten. And then anybody who knows me gets there about half ten now. 
anything is possible and never give up on your dreams. Yeah, like it took me, what? We've been doing, would it be two years, June, since we've been doing this? Like prior to that, you know, I just thought it wasn't something possible again. I didn't know how I was going to cope being a parent and, and going out and just selling, you know, being able to sell the cake. It is possible. But no, thank you. Thanks for this. It's been lovely. No. Yeah, it's been absolutely brilliant. Um, I've kind of wanted to get you on for a little while and, you know, things just don't work out. And then this seemed to be a good time because you seem to be doing so well. You're kind of radiant positivity and happiness and you're bringing loads of treats, not only to families across Birmingham, but NHS staff as well. So I was like, got to get mary obviously we've spoke quite a few times when I've come to the market or over Instagram and stuff. So I just yeah. really want to have you on. But no, do you know what? We just wanted to say that you've been so supportive and we just wanted to say thank you. Oh, thank you. You know? <laughs> I feel bad taking all this credit and casting it. I couldn't do it without Well, wow. do you know what it is? <laughs> do you know when you like usually stand next to somebody and you say, make me look thin? Now I'm going to say to you, make me sound like really intelligent and not so much of a brummet. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but no, thanks a lot though.